Hey there, this is RCCG The Oasis and you're listening to Oasis On The Go. The Oasis is a house of refreshment for a generation hungry and thirsty for the presence, power and the love of God. Now, let's get into today's sermon. Ephesians 6.14 says, lift up over all, lift up over all the covering shield of saving faith upon which you can quench all the flaming missiles of the wicked one. He calls it missiles. Another amplified version says, above all, lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows. This one calls it arrows of the evil one. The NLT says, in addition to all of this, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. One thing you can notice already is that the armors we've been looking at are mainly protective to shield you, to cover you. All right? Emeka, can I have that um, stand now? You know, to, you know, so these armors we're looking at have been protective. The breastplate of righteousness is to cover your vital areas. Truth is to cover your loin area, all right? And the, the shield of faith is, 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 is Paul using the metaphor of the Roman shield. And the Roman shield used to be called scutum, you know? It's something called scutum in the Greek, all right? It was a door-like shield, something like this. So I saw something like this and decided to, to use that. So, but maybe not as tall as this. And the root word for that word, shield, is, 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 is similar to the word door. So it, had, it was like a door. They would, and if you watch some of those gladiator movies, they hold up a shield like this. Maybe not as wide or tall, all right? And, you know, it would... Even though that would curve in the middle, all right, to help them, you know, um, deflect um, the arrows and the spears. Now, in those days, enemy forces would use arrows or spears. With the arrows, they would have them um, with flames, such that if they hit the, the, the target, they would also explode and burn the so they had to invent a, a very, um, um, you know, serious protective gear to cover them. Please, can we have that picture? So the, the spear was not, the, the shield was not what you, 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 we think of, you know. That's it. It's, it's door-like and it's curved in the middle and it, it would act as protection, you know, from head to toe for the soldiers so that's the shield please thank you for this just keep the picture there all right and the purpose of this was to guard against the the arrows the missiles and we would see what those are of the enemy. In the same vein, there is a, a modern day shield. How many of you have heard of 
um, the, the Iron Dome. The Israeli Iron Dome. Okay. It's, it's an air defense system. It's a mobile all-weather air defense system developed by the Rafael Advanced Defense System and Israel Aerospace Industry. It was, it was conceived after the 2003 um, Israel-Lebanon war with a lot of attacks and rockets fired by Hezbollah. How many of you have heard of Hezbollah? Hezbollah is a, a terrorist organization who um, have affiliation with Iran and all those you know, places, and they, they hate the Jews. They hate Israel. So they launched incursions. They launched rockets into Jerusalem, into Israel, and because of that, they thought about a defense system to, to, you know, to intercept. Yeah, that's the word, to intercept and destroy those short-range rockets and artillery shells. So, you know, the U.S. government partnered with them and they, okay, they, they invented this very interesting, you know, uh, instrument. So, when rockets are fired, it detects it and, you know, they also, a, a rocket is launched from here and intercepts um, the short-range rockets and artillery shells fired from distances of 4 kilometers, 2.5 miles to 70 kilometers or 43 miles away and whose trajectory will take them to an Israeli populated area. And this, um, recently there were some rockets fired into Israel and we hear that this device has got 96 success rate of intercepting rockets fired from Gaza. In the same vein, the shield of faith is a defensive, protective, spiritual armor for intercepting the arrows and missiles of the devil. The devil does send missiles, arrows. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Psalm 64, verse 1 to 4. So what are these arrows? What are these spears? And what are these swords? Can we read together? I want to go. Oh God, listen to my complaint. Protect my life from what? Enemy threats. Continue verse 2. Hide me from what? The plots of this evil mob from this gang of wrongdoers. Continue verse 3. They sharpen their tongue like swords and aim their bitter words like what? Arrows. You see that? They shoot from ambush at the innocent, attacking suddenly and fearlessly. Somebody say words. Say words. Bitter words. Demonic words are those arrows, are those darts. They can come by way of thoughts. They can come by words. They can come by hurtful words. You know, that's why we must be careful what we say to people. The Bible says, let your word be seasoned with what? Grace. There are some words that damage people for years. 
I'm guilty of saying that maybe in, in my lifetime. There are words that you've said that the, the, the target will forget. You will forget, but the target never forgets. And would wound them for life. Psalm 55 verse 2. Something is going to break loose right now. And if there be words that have been spoken against you that are influencing your life now, I stand as a priest of the new covenant. And I stand as a prophet sent from God. And I have a right to declare those words null and void. I declare them null and void. Don't joke with words. Words spoken by your parents, by your fathers, by your bosses. Don't let them rest. Cover your body from top to bottom. Don't open the door of your heart to, to, to unhealthy words. Psalm 55 verse 2. Please listen and answer me for I am overwhelmed by my troubles. Continue. My enemies shout at me making loud and wicked threats. They bring trouble on me and angrily hunt me down. Continue. My heart pounds in my chest. The terror of death assaults me. Fear and trembling overwhelming me and I can't stop shaking. One of the ways that words come to you and begin to manifest is through fear. I'm going to come to that. Let's leave. I, th I think that's what the scripture I'm looking for. Go to Psalm 57 verse 4. Psalm 57 verse 4. Psalm 57 verse 4. Quickly. I'm surrounded by fierce lions who greedily devour human prey, who set teeth pierced like spears, what and what? Arrows. Whose tongues cut like swords. Whose sword, whose tongue cut like swords. Words can come to you and manifest as doubt. Say doubt. After a while, you're someone who was, you know, optimistic about life. You believe God. And all of a sudden, we say to you, God, you, God will do it. God will answer it. And you're like, you know, don't worry. It doesn't matter anymore. You remember the Shunammite woman when the prophet came? said, do you need a son? He said, you don't worry. She had gotten to a place of doubt. Like most of us have gotten to about Nigeria. Do you know that there is a, a spiritual despondency that has come on Nigeria, especially after the elections? That when we say, let's pray for Nigeria, like, I beg, after all the prayer, that's doubt. That's a, that's a, that's a doubt. That's an arrow. It's an, you see, it's an arrow of discouragement. God will do it you know, you get married, you're like, amen. You can smell doubt. It's an arrow. Negative words can manifest like fear, panic attacks. All of a sudden, there's, a, there's, there's an unex, unexplained fear of death. Unexplained fear of I won't have a child. Unexplained fear of something bad is going to happen. I was praying for someone yesterday, a solid Christian, solid guy. And I had to, you know, 
meet with him late at night. And all of a sudden, an unexplained panic attack. This is someone who is a, a strong believer. And then we wake up at night and say, I'm going to the hospital. I mean, and the wife said to me, this is very unlike him. That's an arrow. Fear of death, fear of failure, fear of cancer. You just, all of a sudden, the devil shoots an arrow. It rests in your mind and goes into your heart. And you feel, you know what? A strange ailment is going to hit me. Can I prophesy to someone right now? Every arrow of doubt and fear that was shot into your mind and your spirit, I uproot it right now. In the name of Jesus. Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted in your mind, in your spirit, is rooted out in the name of Jesus. And let me tell you that fear works in a company. Fear does not go alone. When you smell fear, fear comes to open a door for other afflictions. Don't entertain fear. Tell somebody, don't entertain fear. It is a spirit sent. It's an arrow sent. Words can, can, can appear in form of criticisms. Negative criticisms from your workplace. And they can just wound you and discourage you. You can get the same words from your boss. You are stupid. You are good for nothing. Look at you. You say you have a two-one. This is all you can do. If you take in those words, it will manifest even in the quality of work that you deliver. There are arrows. The Bible says in Job 5.21 that he will deliver you from the scourge of the tongue. Words can come by way of curses, spells, enchantments, or incantations. Demonic words. Demonic words. I spoke to a young lady a while ago. Sometimes, married women don't know they are fighting demons in their marriage. I was praying for a lady who had some sort of deliverance for her. You know what she said to me? That they went to the herbalist and they, they cut her tongue and they took some blood from it and made some charms and they put it back on her mouth and the idea of it is whoever she talks to, when she talks to a man, she controls the man. Somebody say enchantment. Oh yes, they are real. I'm not talking of something I read. I, I, I prayed for the person. They make an incision on the tongue, you know, you know, make some concussion, you know, develop some series of words, and then they, you know, they speak and it controls the target. So the Bible says to take up your shield of faith so that we can push back and cover ourselves. I shared my testimony. I, I played the video here when the guy came, you know, and made incantations um, about a month ago. You know, said the same words in Yoruba. I've been following you. Give me money now to buy what and pray for you. He was expecting, he was expecting that it will have some impact on me. But thank God I lifted up my shield of faith. 
I said, didn't you hear that as they went from place to place, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sake, saying, touch not my anointed, and do my prophets no harm. That was my shield of faith. Say the shield of faith. Now let's look at faith. You know, we've looked at the shield. We've looked. Now let's look at faith. What is faith? It's going to get interesting shortly. Let's go to Hebrews 1 verse 16. Hebrews 1 verse 16. Verse 16, please help me. Is there 16 there? There is, okay, maybe. Um, if, he, Hebrews 11, 1. I beg your pardon. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Can we read together? One to go. Hallelujah. One more time. Faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I was looking for Hebrews 11 verse 6. 11 verse 6. Thank you, Jesus. But without faith, eh, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must what? Believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Number one, say faith begins with God. Say faith begins with having an awareness of God. Now, faith, faith is not that thing you feel in your heart that's like, you know, a strong will. No, faith is not a mental ascent. Faith is not boom face. It's not, okay, I'm strong. No, 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 no. Faith begins with God. Say, faith begins with God. Faith begins with having an awareness that God exists, that God is real. Not in your mind, but in your heart. That, that he is, that he exists. Let's go to um, NLT and the Amplified, reading the same verse of scripture, and then we'll go to Hebrews 11.1. 1. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God would exist. Say God exists. Say God exists. Do you know that many times most of us believe it here, but it's not in our hearts. You know that there's God. So it's almost as if you have to believe it so you don't get into trouble. How many of us know that? But it's not in your heart. But let's just believe that there's a God somewhere. He has a sledgehammer. If you don't believe him, he can land on your head. So you exist. But the Bible says that faith exists. Sorry, that faith begins by knowing in your heart that God exists and that he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Say God exists. Say God is real. Say, and it's not a figment of my imagination. So, that is where faith begins. Faith begins with God. Number two, faith comes 
by the word of God. Say, faith comes by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. Let's read one to go. So, faith comes what? By hearing. And hearing by what? The word of God. If you have not heard from God, you don't have faith. Faith is the result of the revelation of God's word. So, number one, faith is the result of believing and knowing in your heart that this God is not a figment of your imagination, that he truly exists and that he's a God who rewards. Number two, faith comes by hearing from God. See, faith comes by hearing from God. Amen. Faith comes by hearing from God. Now, let's go to Hebrews 11 verse 1. It gets interesting now. It gets interesting now. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now, faith what? Is what? Now, faith is the word substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Let's read the Amplified. Very interesting. Very interesting. By the grace of God, you would understand faith this morning and how to lift up that shield of faith. Let's read together. One to go. Now, faith is the assurance. What is it? The confirmation. The title deed of the things we hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their what? Reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Let me give you a, some simple examples. I call them faith examples. If you are living abroad, you live in the U.S. Can somebody get me like um, a piece of paper? Get me a piece of paper. You live in London and you want to buy properties in Nigeria. You want to buy, just give me one more. You want to buy some properties in Nigeria and you send in money and you find a good developer and you send him money back home. All right. And then they give you some payment plan and you finish payment. And when you are done with your last payment, they tell you you have your house. Now, as a proof that you have your house, do they send you your house to London? I have some developers here so they understand. What do they sell, send you? They send you some documents, receipts, then title deeds. And just having that document says to you that you have a house. But are you with the house physically? But that document itself confers upon you rights and privileges as a house owner. The Bible calls faith a title deed. Say a title deed. I'll give you another example. You get married on your wedding day. Your father-in-law comes or your father comes and says, you know what, we have a gift for you. And then they wrap to you these documents. And it says, this is your house. Is that a house? Do they need to bring a big house wrapped as a gift? But that which is given to you qualifies what? As a house. Faith is a title deed. Faith is like that document. It is an evidence of things not seen. It's the substance 
of that which you cannot see. But in your hands, you can tell people you have a house. Do you understand? Do you understand? Let me give you another example. I like this particular example. Okay, before I give you that, still on the house, you go to a bank, you want to um, get a loan of 150 million. Normally, they will ask you to bring a collateral around that which you want to get, right? Then you bring the title deed. Hope you know that you've given them your house. Did you bring a physical house? Let me give you another one. Let me look for somebody here. This is interesting. If you knew what I wanted to do, you would rush me to, to come to you. Holy Spirit, guide me to the, the person who needs this. No, you don't need it. Question. Okay, because they asked. Who asked? Lakumi, give me your bank account number. Let's, 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 let's practice something. Somebody's faith is about to shoot up. Because this is what I saw in the spirit, eh? Are you ready for this? Are you ready to pray? Because you're going to place a demand on those two things. What bank do you use? It's not coming to you. Put it there. Now I want to explain something. And I, I want to make this very dramatic. Now, she's going to get something in her account, and I want her to confirm it. Maybe she... Now, pray that GT will have network. <laughs> if not... So, you need faith to get this network. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, she's going to get evidence. And once you get it, let me know. She's going to get an evidence. Based on network. Because sometimes when we talk about this thing, faith, it looks so far. But let's demystify it. Have you gotten it? Okay. They, I've gotten my own evidence from here. Amen. As it come, check your phone. Now, she will get an update. I know somebody has used this already. She got an evidence right now. Now, she got an evidence. It is called a lot. Now, that is not physical money. So, she got an evidence that a hundred thousand just got into her account. And if you check, you see that she was believing. Maybe, I mean, God wanted to meet in it. Now, what she got is not money. She got an update that there's money in her account. She got the evidence. Say evidence. 
she got substance of things hoped for. Now, the interesting thing is, with that evidence, she has not gone to the bank to confirm that there's 100,000 there. But she's fully persuaded. Her countenance has changed. And based on this evidence, she can move some mountains. She can move a mountain of hunger. Because if you have faith as a monster seed, you can say to this mountain, move. So if she was hungry before now, she will look for that mountain. Who are you, old mountain? Standing before me. Now, based on this evidence, she can begin to Google nearest restaurants around me. Chinese restaurants around me. Italian restaurants around me. Now, but she has not seen the money. She had what? Evidence. She had what? Evidence. Now, let me take it a step further. And based on this evidence, she wants to begin to move the mountain of hunger. So she calls TFC. She goes to their website. And she says, TFC, okay, I like their, maybe I'm advertising them. I like their, you know, moi moi meat pie. And she says, let me, let me just make some things to happen. She orders maybe 5,000 worth and then clicks on their delivery what, um, option to deliver at the Oasis in one hour. All right? Now, she sends the money online. All right? And then they also send her an evidence, a debit alert. TFC also have their word evidence, their substance. Now, based on that which she has paid, she expects what? Moi moi and delivery. If after one hour she doesn't get it, or two hours, she can call what? TFC. Now, she's not supposed to call TFC to explain, but I send the money now. Well, it is. I was in church. All she needs to do is to what? To send them the, the receipt. I'm going somewhere with this. See, many times that you paid for something does not mean you have it delivered. You have to insist. Jesus paid for your, for your freedom years ago. He paid for your deliverance, paid for your breakthrough. He paid for your healing. It may not have been delivered. What do you do? You take that receipt, that shield of faith, and lift it up. And say, no, 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 this was paid for 2,000 years ago. This, this hunger I'm feeling is illegal. TFC, what's happening to my moi moi? What's happening to my delivery? There are people here. You have evidence. What is the evidence? God has given you a word. That at social so time, certain things will happen to you. They are not delivered. What do you do? You take up your shield of faith. So the devil comes with doubt, with doubt, and says to you, you will not get married. You take up the shield of faith that says, his word says that none shall want her mate. None shall lack her mate. He says, you are married, you won't have your child. He says, no, he says, none shall be buried in the land. That's how to take up your shield of faith. comes to you with a dart, with a sword, says you will die before you are 40. He said, no, I have a title deed that says I will live long. I will live and not die. Thank God the children read that scripture, Psalm 91. It was one of my scriptures. With long life, with God satisfy me and show me what? His salvation. 
that you have an evidence does not mean that the enemy will allow your, your, your manifestations to come. You have to insist. You have to call TFC to say what is happening. Now, if they tell you, uh, while we, your delivery was coming, the bike man has an accident. No, no, that's not your business. You paid for it. You have your evidence. Whatever they need to do to deliver your moi moi, they have to do it. That's how you take up your shield of faith. You have to know what Christ has done. You have to lift that prophetic word that was spoken of you. Like that property you have, when it's, when it's been contested, you have to lift up that what title did. You don't go crying, it's my land, it's my house now, I swear my father gave me. No, 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 no. Just present the document. What is the document in this case? The word of God. When you get the word of God, you, you've got, got an alert from heaven. You got an alert from heaven. Another problem sometimes is that some of us have fake documents. You think you heard from God, but you did not really hear from God. You confuse your emotions as a word from God. Oh, this person is supposed to be your wife. Maybe it was your emotions. Did somebody just get what I shared right now? For the next five minutes, because this is, not, this is not supposed to be long, I don't know what title did you have. I don't know what alert you got from heaven. I don't know what God said to you by way of your shield of faith that is yet to manifest. I don't know what the devil is taunting you with, but I'm going to give us five minutes to lift up that shield of faith. Because it's with that shield of faith that you quench the darts of the enemy. It is with that shield of faith. When he comes with fear and doubt, you raise that shield of faith. Remember that faith begins with God and faith comes by hearing God. What has God said to you? What word is in your spirit? Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to pray? Can you rise up? Can you rise up? Can you pray in tongues first and digest what we've shared? For the next one minute. Because you are going to make a presentation now. You are going to insist based on what God has said to you. Speak in tongues out loud. Begin to recall. Begin to recall your title deeds. That's how. That's how we fight with the shield of faith. You lift up that shield of faith against fear, against doubt. It is written. Your shield of faith is your defense mechanism. Faith is incomplete 
if it's not spoken, we believe, therefore we speak. The Bible says, we believe, therefore we speak. Like Lakumi, who has an evidence, who has substance, who may have ordered the stuff and it's not delivered, if she keeps quiet, it's gone. But she had evidence. Do you understand? That's the problem with us. We think because God said it, it will happen. Remember, when Daniel's prayer was what answered, the prince of Persia withstood it. It's left for you to take that which you have, your substance, your evidence, and insist through prayer that that which God said about me, it is time. It is not the prophetic word of the man of God that was wrong or false. You have a genuine evidence. You've not just insisted. Oh, they said there's a lump in your breast. No, 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 no. That's not the evidence you have. The evidence you have is that he took, he took upon himself your sickness. He bore your sickness on the cross. By his stripes you are healed. So you take your title deeds and warn off the death of the enemy. He comes with a death by way of dreams to oppress you in your dreams. To say you will die, you say no. Let me visit my title deeds. This is what it says. My evidence says that I shall live and not die with long life. Will God satisfy me and show me salvation? You take up your shield of faith. You insist. Can you increase that prayer fire? Clap your hands and stand the rhythm. Just tear up yourself. We're going to pray some prayer points. With faith, you can move mountains. The Bible says, present your strong reasons. Bring your strong reasons. Has God spoken to you? Then lift up that shield of faith. Lift up that shield of faith. And quench the fiery dust of the enemy. Quench the fear of death. Quench depression. Quench anxiety. Locosuria, oh Locosuria, oh Locosuria, Asha Capatole, Elecaji Capo, Lecamenete, Inanato, Azo Caidos Capo, Elepote in a cake, Icapaina, Icaitas Caparaca, Alacapatuneke, Elecusca Capele, Icapainoco, Rebusca Duna Contapa, Palaca. So he throws darts of depression, of anxiety, of, of, of panic attacks on you. You lift up your shield of faith. 
He gives me beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. You have to learn to lift up your shield of faith. What is your shield of faith? It is the word of God, a rhema word spoken to you. You must identify it and speak it. We believe and we speak. That's how it works. That is how it works. You earnestly contend word for the faith. Now, how many of you have your two things that were inspired by the Spirit of God? Now, I, I want you, you are, not, you are not negotiating for it. You see, you know, when you have a right to a property, you don't beg. You didn't get that. If something is your own, do you beg? Please, this land, my daddy gave me, look at the title deed. No, you bring enforcement. You bring some crazy policeman enforced from the court and insist that those who have, you know, inhabited your land, vacate it quickly. You give them an ultimatum. I want you to lift up two things, two evidence, two title deeds, two substance before God and insist that these things must come to pass. Are you ready? Are you ready? You know that God is here. You know that there's faith in the house. And you will know that God is real. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Are you ready? Yes, Give me 1 John 5.14. I hope I'm right. This is the confidence that we have. That if we ask anything according to your will, you hear us. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus. Please give me that amplified again. Let's read it. Let's read together. I want to go. This is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make requests according to his will. You see, his word is his will. That title deed. That evidence, in agreement with his own plan, he listens to and hears us. Lift up those evidence. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the message. Click on the link in our bio to be a part of the amazing journey of what God is doing here. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Till next time. Bye.